0: Welcome to Next CLT. Next CLT is a business development initiative that focuses on strengthening companies owned by Black, Indigenous people of color in Charlotte. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Next CLT's entrepreneurship podcast. Today, we have the benefit of meeting with Terrell... We call her Terry Pinkney. She's an entrepreneur who really has Next CLT as one of her major clients providing operations support for. And because of Terry, Next CLT is able to blossom, shine, grow, put the right foundations. And her business and her company has been the foundation builder for NextCLT. So, Terry, Welcome. Thank you so very much for the work you do, and welcome to the next CLT podcast.
1: Well, thank you, Eric, and thank you for that uh, inspiring and uplifting introduction. Uh, I appreciate that. I'm so excited to be here with you today.
0: Well, great, great. You run a company called All Things Possible, what do you want your potential and future clients to know about your company?
1: Well, Eric, I what I want my clients to know that we are a B2B company. So we service other companies and organizations and we help our clients uh, to be more effective across the organization by helping build and support management operations systems that, that save them time and money. And it's gratifying for me to see my clients transform uh, from being maybe stressed or working on things that they really don't want to work on and they can concentrate on more of the passion that they have for starting their business.
0: Wow, a passion for starting their business. So let me ask you this, as your role of CEO of your company, as you support clients, what do you wish everybody understood about your role of as being that CEO?
1: Well, I'm sure that this is a question that, um, a lot of CEOs answer. And that is the fact that we wear so many hats, uh, CEO, uh, human resources. Uh, I'm the chief financial officer. I'm the sales manager. So uh, there are a lot of different lenses and views that I, need to look at to be able to service my customers well. And my work day is driven by what my client's needs are. And based on that is maybe the hat I wear or the hours I work to help complete, complete the focus on my client's needs.
0: So interesting. Now, wearing all those hats and, and thinking about that, What changed for your company during COVID and how have you adapted to the post-COVID world?
1: Well, interestingly enough, it's the COVID world that actually pushed uh, All Things Possible Consulting into full-time work. Um, And so once I found myself without work during the pandemic, uh, I was talking to some friends about it, Eric. And... One friend immediately called me back and said, hey, I found out that you are free now to support me and my company and what I do. And we discussed what their needs were. And immediately I jumped right back into work uh, with the CEO of this company and working with his team. And that uh, hastened my full-time status as a full-time owner.
0: Okay, so the pandemic was uh, the birthplace of, uh, you know, all things possible, you're telling me. So that being said, you are the key operations support for NextCLT, you know, the Business Accelerator Initiative. Why NextCLT? What have you learned? How have you applied it to your own business? And by the way, you know, how do you apply your skill sets to just making Next CLT, you know, grow and thrive?
1: Well, um, so N- Next CLT I found out about through a mutual friend of the founder, Greg Johnson, uh, and myself. And we discussed, we had got on a phone call. We talked about uh, what NXT CLT, Next CTL is all about. And I was very excited about the opportunity to become a part of my passion as well, which is helping Black Indigenous people of color get the support they need, the recognition they should have to impact the community with upward mobility by making sure that these entrepreneurs are supported uh, in their endeavors and that their businesses can grow and thrive through the support that we offer. And so that's how I found out about Uh, Next CLT. And interestingly enough, my management experience uh, in the past from managing hotels, my uh, experience from supporting C-suite executives came come into play, my training experience. So everything that I've done in my past life over the years has culminated in being a support and an effective partner with NXT CLT Next Charlotte.
0: Well, great, great. It's your training experience, your general manager experience. Now, with all those experiences and with all things possible, I know that, hey, you have lots of things that you're working on. But what is one initiative on your whiteboard that wasn't there 30 days ago? Wow. So... There's a,
1: there's a few things, but one initiative as I'm thinking about my business with All Things Possible Consulting and how I um, help the CEOs, the owners, the leaders, the founders in their businesses has been um, staffing. So I am at a point of looking at uh, the best way to grow and to be able to meet the needs of founders is to be able to grow and that is through staffing. And so that's what I'm looking at more seriously, I dare to look at and I'm excited about uh, the opportunity.
0: Well, cool, staffing. You know, everybody keeps talking about talent and staffing. So your whiteboard has staffing. If you had another plain whiteboard and you had an extra 10x of budget Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. more than you have now, how would you spend it and why?
1: Well, and that plays right into that same uh, question, which is definitely I would hire my next employees, because we know that in order for businesses to grow, there needs to be staff in place. And when you look at, uh, larger businesses and businesses that thrive, they have people. And uh, in anticipation that they'll have the business, but they have the people in place. Uh, and I know that's a debate in the world uh, of business about what comes first, the people, the staff, or or the customers. Uh, but I think that we know that people are important and they can help uh, shore you up. And, of course, then there's technology. And so with that, with those funds – it would be people, technology, and processes that I would spend money on because you have to stay up to date in technology, and 2022 is constantly changing, and state of the art of technology is important on all levels of customer service, of management, of data security, uh, of communication. It powers everything. And then, of course, the processes in place to make sure that we can deliver consistent
0: service across our brands. So 10x, you would look at uh, people, technology processes. Hey, now with all of those things, there are a lot of things to learn and help you grow. How do you continue to learn in order to stay on top of things within your role as a consultant to many entrepreneurial leaders?
1: So one of the ways that I stay up to date and connected is with communication and being in touch with those leaders and entrepreneurs and what their pain points are, what they're experiencing and what I'm hearing um, across the board with regard to some of the same things that I'm talking about for me uh, as an entrepreneur. And then I, I do a lot of reading. I try to make sure that I'm listening to ways and solutions to those pain points as well, such as marketing and sending a clear message about your business and what to work on next and just encouraging and supporting uh, them in whatever they need. So it's reading uh, articles, books, and also communication with the leaders themselves.
0: Thanks for sharing that. You know, when you think about learning, learning, one of the things is lessons learned. Many people are afraid to share their failures. If you would, what's been your biggest failure in the last year? And why do you think that happened if you would share that with us?
1: So, Eric, I have to say that when I think about failures, and this is true and not cliche, I it's hard for me to think about, especially in business, the idea of, um, of failures. I think about opportunities to grow. I think about, uh, you know, learning how to listen better to what my customers have to say and to learn how to think of ways of continuous improvement, whereas before maybe, um, you know, I was stuck on a particular idea uh, that I had. And so, I look at opportunities to grow so that we can improve our businesses and improve uh, the way that we approach solutions. And again, I think one of my biggest challenges is seeking to understand uh, instead of being the one to be understood and really listening to those pain points that my customers speak about. And, And that's sort of. Across the board of getting in a room and sitting silently and absorbing what's being said.
0: Okay, so listening is a, a key part of your uh, failure, growth, and opportunity. Hey uh, Terry, if you think about this, is what's one thing that your business services did for your client that you didn't expect it was going to do? Ah, uh,
1: so. I have a particular uh, client. I just have a story I want to share with you. And I worked with a client as an entrepreneur and he had uh, one business that he had started with and wanted me to come in and uh, just support him in some management practices, putting together some sales scripts and finding uh, different ways that he can engage with his customers and, uh, review a a customer relationship management system for him a crm system and we did that and was successful and he was happy in that he could really concentrate and focus on the primary responsibility of which he got into business for but what really surprised me is that he ended up buying another business and when he bought that business i didn't know anything about it because under non-disclosure agreement but he called me immediately when it was over and said I want you to do for me for this business that you did for my other business and brought me on board to, uh, from the bottom up, bring in his telephone system, uh, talk to the folks about that, have it installed, run that whole process, help him get his computer set up, and basically from scratch, uh, help him get his management processes up for this particular business. And so that. Was uh, a surprise to me, and I was very thankful for the opportunity to assist him on that level.
0: Yeah, way cool. So, uh, you know, from uh, he felt great about your opportunities, that you, what you've presented, and taking you into his new world of working. Now, if I could remove all barriers and constraints from that you have what project would you do? Would you only want to be known by that project?
1: Um, So, you know, this question is really important. So um, if I can remove all constraints and barriers and work on any project that I want to work on, is that your question?
0: Yep.
1: Okay. So um, if I, I... If I could work on any project that I could work on, I really have a love for working with women and working in a space where they are supported and um, heard and listened to and assisted um, by shared experiences. And so. Without any constraints or barriers, I would be in a space with other women, talking to them, encouraging them, us encouraging each other, and building some kind of a platform where uh, we can assist each other. I would not want to be known only for that because there are so many other things that I love to do as well. I love to write, and I've always envisioned myself writing a book of some sort. I love to travel. So I would, I envision that as well. I love health and fitness and and food for li- eating food for life. So there's so many different facets of me, Eric. It's hard to just give me one project, but those <laughs> are all ways that I would love to present in the world. And if there's some way I could work that into my business, that would be cool. But if there were no constraints or barriers, I don't know that that would stop me.
0: Wow. Well, okay. Okay. So. Terry, you know, Next CLT, I earlier said that you wanted a foundation pillars and more than you probably uh, hold two or three pillars in the foundation. Why is Next CLT important for entrepreneurs and black indigenous people of color in the city of Charlotte and the county of Mecklenburg?
1: Well, I think that um, the city of Charlotte and the county of Mecklenburg is so blessed to have uh, NXTCLT CLT um, in their corner. Uh, and what I mean by that is we all know, of course, the upward mobility study that shows that we have a lot of work to do in the city of Charlotte and the county of Mecklenburg. And I believe that NXT CLT is helping to answer that call and about Changing our environment, improving our communities, and in a way that starts at the root in the foundation. Because we know small businesses or or untapped businesses owned by Black, Indigenous, people of color can contribute in that space to help the city and the county build a foundation. So when we give our entrepreneurs, our BIPOC entrepreneurs, support In terms of capital, in terms of social uh, capital, financial capital, education, mentorship, and we provide the services that they have not been able to tap into before, we're creating a whole new stream, a whole new avenue of ways to increase upward mobility in our communities and to bring our community together. And so, in that respect, I believe. That the reason that we have the sponsors that we do and the corporations that we do is they see in NXTCLT the excellence, the commitment, uh, the excellent cohort business owners that we that are coming through our initiatives and coming out and growing and thriving and scaling and hiring and thinking differently. And I contribute that to I. Uh, make that contribution to NXTCLT through our facilitators who do an excellent job, our board of directors who are focused and who are committed to our executive director, you, Eric, who keeps us on task and helps us to listen well and respond. It is a joint effort and the city needs that kind of effort and commitment and then those kind of outcomes to be seen and heard and witnessed.
0: Well, you know, Terry, thanks for that plug. As the executive director, you're absolutely correct that it takes a team and that whole group of stakeholders who are actually working to help move this engine forward. What's a commonly held belief about your role that you passionately disagree with?
1: Well, I passionately disagree with the idea that my role means as, a, as an entrepreneur, that I can take off whenever I want and I can, because I own the business, which I have to constantly tell my children, it's not the case. Uh, I do have to work and I do have to answer to someone other than myself. And that, I believe, I vehemently disagree with this idea that because you are a business owner, uh, you only have to answer to you. You do have stakeholders, people who believe in you, trust you with their businesses, and you have to answer to them.
0: Well, cool, cool. You know, Terry, you know, and I, I use the word cool, which is kind of like, you know, old school term in the sense. But uh, you are passionate about your family. What other things are you passionate about that you currently do? And what is something you wish you could get to do?
1: Okay. So, yes, I am passionate about my family. Thank you for that. I uh, love them so much. And I am passionate about my faith. It's the engine that drives my attitude, my the lens in life, uh, how I view people with uh, love and uh, compassion and uh, not a whole lot of judgment, um, and how I relate in business uh, is all driven by my faith. Uh, I also uh, am passionate about music and dance and performing arts and anything that has to do with that. I love it. Makes me happy. It changes my perspective. It changes my mood, Uh, music, dance and theater. And uh, what I would love to do that I'm passionate about that I don't currently do is travel. And so I would love to travel out of the country. Um, I got a passport right, right before the pandemic in anticipation of being able to travel more. Uh, but that was put on hold, of course. But I would love to uh, specifically go to Africa. I- I'm told by a friend uh, from Africa that once you uh, once the plane breaks the atmosphere across into the continent, that there's a visible feeling. That you have, that's different than what you've ever felt before. From for anyone that crosses the plane over into onto the continent, and hopefully one day I'll experience that travel.
0: As you talk about those passions, uh, music and the arts, you know, I heard you like a you know big time singer, and you, <laughs> your family have you know your brother is a musician, you're a big time singer. Hey, you know, uh, any uh, thought of singing in the future? Uh, Do you want to belt out something for us while (laughs) you're the editor uh, to wrap up this, you know, (laughs) interview and this podcast?
1: Well, I I think you're stretching it a bit, Eric. I I do love to sing. And yes, I have sung. And I do come from a family of musicians and singers. Um, uh, And uh, no, I'm going to pass on singing on the podcast. But who knows? One day, maybe we'll do something with NXT CLT where we'll have some kind of event where we can do a talent show. Plug, plug. And we can have our cohort entrepreneurs participate and it'll just be a fun evening for our potential cohorts. So there you are. Maybe, who knows, you might, you might get a peek.
0: Hey, well, you know, uh, actually October 6th, you can actually belt something. Out. <laughs> hey, Terry, thank you so very much for taking the time to meet with us, to share your insights. Any last words you'd like to uh, drop as we wrap this podcast?
1: Well, I just want to say again, Eric, how much fun I've had talking to you, uh, which is part of the course, uh, engaging with you in this conversation about the great things that are happening with NXTCLT in the city of Charlotte, in the county of Mecklenburg, and amongst our uh, cohort business owners. I'm looking forward to um, continuing to hear more about the great things we do and to participate in them. So kudos to you and to NXTCLT the work that you're doing. Thank you so much.